This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Open our eyes, Lord, we want to see Jesus, to reach out and touch Him, and say that we Debbie, we have a special day today for you mom's Mother's Day. Yeah. I hope you have a nice day. I hope you're waited on hand and foot. Thank you. Are you listening, Lauren? So, <laughs> no, that wasn't fair now, was it? But happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there and the grandmothers. And even a lot of you gals out there, you're, you're uh, I guess you'd call what, caregivers? You take care of a lot of the young, young uh, kids that aren't your children, but you take a mother's place, and so happy Mother's Day to all of you. I dream mother walked up the heavenly stairs And medals for mothers were given up there They mentioned the million things mom did for me Things I took for granted never did see if there's medals for mothers for all of the deeds they have done if there's medals for mothers mama you'd win everyone medal for patience and kind loving care a medal for duty she won up above but the biggest of all was the one for her love if there's medals for mothers for all of the deeds they have done if there's medals for mothers, Mama, you win everyone. If there's medals for mothers, Mama, you'd win everyone. Once again, happy Mother's Day to all moms and caregivers, you know who you are. Have a good day. Well, welcome to worship, good neighbors. You are listening to a Neighbors United in Christ Parish Worship Service sponsored by the Luther Churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Lauren Tague, and I am the 
bridge minister here. Thanks today for Jim Haugrud and Debbie Tag, our musicians, Steve Helling, our reader and provider of the children's message, and our recording engineer is Isaac Christensen. You are able to join us by NUIC podcast and at 8 a.m. each Sunday morning on WPCA Radio, 93.1 FM. And it's live internet stream on WPCARadio.org. If you'd like to sponsor, help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577 or by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, and through our website at nuicparish.org. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Viola Haugrud in memory of Pearlie Haugrud, who'd been married for over 75 years. We want to thank them and WPCA Radio for this broadcast. The church is anywhere people gather in Jesus' name. Even when we are not together in a church building, God continues to be present in the creative and intentional ways that we gather for worship. Therefore, wherever you are at this time, Worshiping in Jesus' name, your present location is the church. This is the season of Easter, and you may want to have a cloth, a candle, and a cross. You might enjoy making a small worship space to enhance your worship at home. You may also want to have a Bible, Bibles for the kids, and the home worship materials. As we begin worship, it is our desire to honor God to open our hearts to the spirit of God's love and presence and begin with the invocation. Dedicating this hour to the presence and purposes of God, we worship together with God the Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Spirit, our breath of life. Amen. We confess our sins before God and one another. Forgiving God, we spend so much of our time doubting you doubting ourselves, failing to place our trust in you. Our lack of faith causes us to stumble, and when we fall, we fall far. Forgive us our sin and lift us so that we can rise to the challenge of carrying out your mission. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God is merciful and just. God offers forgiveness for all who ask it. Receive now the entire forgiveness of all your sins and walk with the power of the Holy Spirit for the sake of Jesus. Amen. Lord, Lord, Lord. 
Let me help someone through the darkest hour. Let me shine, shine, shine like the beacon's power. Let my life be strong and myself be small. Let me know the truth that I'm one with all. Lord, 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 there's no job too small, cause I'm one with all. There's no job too small. Lord, 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 is there a place for me in the Let me help someone through the darkest hour. Let me shine, shine, shine like the beacon's tower. Lord, 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 there is no job too great. As I grow in faith, there's no job too great. Lord. Let me live, blessed Lord, in the light of thy word. Let my life be a light on a hill, leading souls now astray to the straight, narrow way. Help me do some good deed while I live. Let my life Cheer everywhere to the sad and the lone. Let my life be a light to some soul. Give me wisdom and power every day, every hour. Let me drink from the fountain above. Guide my footsteps aright. Through the dark stormy night Give me peace, give me joy, give me love Let my life be a light Shining out through the night May I help struggling ones to the full Spreading cheer everywhere To the sad and the Give me souls for my hire, let my life be on fire, shining out to the world as a guide. Help me rescue someone, sinking now with no hope, that in heaven we 
Let my life be a light shining out through the night. May I help struggling ones to the full, spreading cheer everywhere to the sad and the lone. Let my life be a light to some soul. Please join me for the prayer of the day. God of authenticity. When Paul and Silas healed the girl with a spirit of divination, they were beaten and thrown in jail for threatening her owner's livelihood. They put the jailer's life before their own when they refused to escape. Help us to show our true selves to the world as Paul and Silas did. Amen. I encourage you now to share the sign of peace. Please bless yourself or someone worshiping with you today beginning with a touch on the forehead and use the Trinity formula. Be blessed, or I am blessed in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, we will turn to the Holy Scriptures and ask Steve to read them and give us the children's sermon. The first reading is from the book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 16 through 34. One day as we were going to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners a great deal of money for fortune telling. While she followed Paul and us, she would cry out, these men are slaves of the most high God who proclaim to you a way of salvation. She kept doing this for many days, but Paul, very much annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I order you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her and it came out that very hour. But when her owner saw that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the authorities. When they had brought them before the magistrates, they said, these men are disturbing our city. They are Jews and are advocating customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to adopt or observe. The crowd joined in attacking them and the magistrates had them stripped of their clothing and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After they had given them a severe flogging, they threw them into prison and ordered the jailer to keep them securely. Following these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and fastened their feet in stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was an earthquake, so violent that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were unfastened. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors wide open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself since he supposed that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted in a loud voice, do not harm yourself for we are all here. The jailer called for lights and rushing in, he fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them outside and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? They answered, Believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. They spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. At that same hour of the night, he took them and washed their wounds. Then he as an entire family were baptized without delay. He brought them up into the house and set food before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced that he had become a believer in God. Here ends the first reading. 
The second reading is from the book of Luke, chapter 6, verses 18 and 19, 22 and 23. They had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all in the crowd were trying to touch him, for power came out from him and healed all of them. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For this is what their ancestors did to the prophets. Here ends the second reading. Good morning, young neighbors. I hope you're doing well. Slowly but surely, it is getting nicer outside to go out and play. Make sure to look at God's creation all coming back to life after a long winter. The grass is getting greener, flowers are coming out of the ground, and the buds on the trees are starting to push out leaves. Yeah, I have a fun story for you today about two men that were spreading the word of Jesus after Jesus had gone back to heaven. The names were Paul and Silas. They got in trouble with the town for casting out an evil spirit from a slave girl that could tell the future. She was being used to make money for her owner. Once she was healed, she couldn't tell the future anymore, and the people were so mad, they took Paul and Silas in front of a judge who threw them in jail. Worst of all, they beat them up before putting them in prison. There was no trial, no looking into why they healed the slave girl. They put their feet in stocks. These are two pieces of wood that have holes cut in them just big enough for your ankles. These are locked shut so you can hardly move. How would you feel if this happened to you? Would you be angry? Frustrated? Mad? Do you think it would be unfair? Guess what Paul and Silas did? They were praying and singing praises to God. What? Even though they were treated unfairly, they still had their faith and were sharing it with others. But wait, it gets even better. About midnight, a great earthquake hit the city and the prison. The prison doors were flung wide open and the chains were broken loose of all the prisoners. Who do you think did that? You're right, God did it. The jailer came and was worried that all the prisoners had escaped. But no. Paul and Silas said, don't worry, we're all here. The jailer was so impressed, he said, what must I do to be saved? Paul and Silas spoke the word to the jailer and all in his house. The jailer cleaned and bandaged their wounds and fed them. He and his whole family were baptized. What a great ending to something that was totally unfair. And what would you have done? Ran away? Or stayed like Paul and Silas? They stayed because they had faith that God would take care of them, and he did. Because they were honest and showed what it was to be a Christian, they brought more people to Christ. How cool is that? Let's bow our heads and fold our hands for a short prayer. Dear God, please give me the strength and the faith of Paul and Silas. Even when the world doesn't treat me fairly, I know you will take care of me. Help me to set an example to people who don't know you yet so they can become believers too. In your name we pray. Amen.
There is no mountain high enough, no river wide enough, no ocean deep enough to separate me from God. There is no jail wall strong enough, no darkness black enough, no army large enough to separate me from God. To separate me. Today is Mother's Day, and I'd like to share just a quick thought about those who are very caring for us and are special people to us. And Gerhard Frost writes a poem called The Always People. It really wasn't much, just a brown paper bag with a space stick, a few salted peanuts for now, a handful of cookies to take home, something to comfort a child as she returned from the doctor's office. But when she saw it, she exclaimed, oh, Grandma always remembers. It was the way she strung out the always that impressed me. It reminded me that every life, if it is to grow strong, must have some always people in it. Persons who make up a supporting community, the bearing parts in the structure of a life. Who are the always people in your existence? You have surely remembered you who have surely remembered you and prayed for you today. I think of the people in my life, from my mother, my grandmothers, my aunts, friends, the women of my life who have been those always people. What a blessing when we have them and we thank them today, especially for being the support that helped make us who we are today. But I have to admit, as we go into our gospel lesson, there's another type of witness that isn't quite so good. It's this poor girl who is a slave girl who follows Paul and Silas around, giving them a hard time by saying, you are the son, these are the prophets of God, these are the claiming whatever that, they are preaching the salvation of God, and yet, as they went around and, and, and she was saying this over and over again, finally on the second or third day, Paul just gets irritated and casts out this spirit. Why would he get irritated by it? I mean, she was saying the right things, that they were servants of God, that they were proclaiming God's salvation, but the problem was, was the source, a spirit that wasn't of God. We look at what goes on in our world today and we, we find that quite often we don't trust people because of who they are. I mean, think of how we get uh, our news today. The first thing we do is we try to make it so that nobody believes the news, or we don't believe a certain person because they've lied to us so many times, or we don't uh, get involved in, in things because there's no credibility in, what they, in who they are. That, therefore, their message gets muddled and we have a hard time to believe it. What a sad thing when that happens. And Paul and Silas, I think, were probably beginning to catch on that with her following them and doing this, 
she was mis taking away the credibility of their message and they couldn't have that continue. But then an interesting turn, there she, they were actually helping this young girl, but the owners, they were not happy because now this meant a loss of money for them. Isn't it always horrible when we see somebody who owns another? She was a slave girl. These people used her to make money. They didn't care about her. It never mentions that they were concerned about her. They were concerned because they lost money. Uh, how do we see that in our culture today? Maybe it's an employer who misuses employees. Maybe it's a parent who rules it over their kid. Maybe it's a bully. Maybe it's a politician. Maybe it's a friend who seems like they lord it over another. And when that happens, somebody's losing their humanity and their dignity. It's tragic, but we do that for the sake of economic gain. But it's not just in terms of relationships, but also our relationship to the earth. Sometimes we use stuff in our culture not caring about the future or our neighbor, but about the immediate resource or the immediate benefit to us. It could be using chemicals and fields that are negative to water, to air, to our neighbor. It could be uh, just driving way, way too much, and I, I know that one, as I've put way too many miles on a car. What does that mean for our climate? What does it mean for our earth? Do we abuse it? If we do, aren't we a little bit like these owners who are upset because they lost some money over owning another? We lose money because we may have to do things differently. There's a change coming on in our world, whether we like it or not about how we care for earth, how we care for each other. We need that because we look around us and we see some horrible things happening, whether it's Putin, whether uh, it was Hitler back in the day, people who abuse others and don't care about who they are. We have them not only in other countries, but we gotta look at ourselves in our own country. We need to be careful about the rights of other people, the care for them, and upholding their dignity. What's interesting is Paul and Silas, Silas bear the consequences by having these people, have them uh, beaten, put in jail. But there's something really good about this story that we can hold on to. The circumstances don't determine our joy. Paul and Silas, sitting in prison, sat there worshiping, singing songs. Other prisoners sat there listening. It was amazing to see that happen. And then with the earthquake and them not leaving and probably saving the jailer's life, 
because if they had all escaped, he would have been in trouble. But they dealt with him with kindness and with the gospel, and he becomes baptized, and he responds by healing and washing wounds and fed them. What a good response. But for us, do circumstances determine how we feel about others, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about life in general. Ruth Bell Graham writes from Prodigals and Those Who Love Them this little story. It was early in the morning in another country. Exhausted as I was, I woke around three o'clock. The name of someone I loved dearly flashed into my mind. It was like an electric shock. Instantly, I was wide awake. I knew there would be no more sleep for me the rest of the night. So I lay there and prayed for the one who was trying hard to run from God. When it is dark and the imagination runs wild, there are fears only a mother can understand. Suddenly, the Lord said to me, quit studying the problems and start studying the promises. Now, God has never spoken to me audibly, but there is no mistaking when he speaks. So I turned on the light, got out my Bible, and the verses that came to me were Philippians 4, 6, and 7, that same book that Paul wrote today's gospel from. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made on, known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Suddenly I realized the missing ingredient in my prayers had been with thanksgiving. So I put down my Bible and spent time worshiping for who and what God is. This covers more territory than any one mortal can comprehend. Even contemplating what little we do know dissolves doubts, reinforces faith, and restores joy. I began to thank God for giving me this one I love so dearly in the first place. I even thanked him for the difficult spots which taught me so much. And you know what happened? It was as if someone turned on the lights in my mind and heart and the little fears and worries that had been nibbling away in the darkness like mice and cockroaches hurriedly scattered for cover. That was when I learned that worship and worry cannot live in the same heart. They are mutually exclusive. Fear not tomorrow, for God is already there. Paul and Silas knew that, and so as they worshiped, they weren't afraid of what was going to happen the next day. They weren't afraid because they knew there was a God who loved them. They relied on the promises, and they were excited about what God was doing through and in them already. May we have that kind of confidence, that kind of joy, that kind of worship in our lives that it scatters worry and fears from our lives. May our nights be ones in which we sleep well. May we rejoice and be thankful for all that God has done with us, even in the midst of things that seem so hurtful and harmful. The circumstances don't determine our joy. God does. Listen 
Hear his words of hope. Hear his words of peace that, that we don't always understand, but it's there. When God is there, we can worship, we can remember, and we can sing. Well, thank God for moms who sang songs even off-key, maybe not very well, but they sang. Thank moms and all those who have cared for us because they were always there for us, the always people. That's who God's people are. They're always people because you're always with us. May God bless you, and may maybe tonight, if you wake up in the middle of the night, spend some time giving thanks to God. Spend some time worshiping. See where it leads you, hopefully to the peace that passes all understanding, and it keeps our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story because I know it is true. It satisfies my longings as nothing else. Will be my theme.
Let us confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffering under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. for the church, the world, and all those in need. We risk little and suffer even less to serve you, Lord, compared with what your first followers endured. Remind us of their sacrifice, dedication, and determination that the gospel would be spread and make us grateful that we are beneficiaries of their witness. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. The spirits obey you, and all powers submit to you, O God. Teach us to use our gifts for good and not for dishonest gain. Lead us to focus our efforts on behalf of those in need instead of exploiting others for our own benefit. May honesty, integrity, and love prevail over greed and manipulation. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. On this day when we celebrate our earthly mothers and all those who show a mother's love and care, remind us of those who have lost or have never known their mothers. 
those who are in conflict or estranged from them, and those who would desire children but struggle to or cannot have them. Make us all family to one another, looking not to our own interests, but to the interests of others. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. Your resurrection gives hope to all who despair of ever feeling whole again. Strengthen all who are in recovery, rehabilitation, or chronic treatment, and show them what hope looks like in the face of Christ. Bless this day especially Becky Anderson, Arlene Johnson, Craig Olson, Jean Hoisington, Kelly Zamuda, Pat and Lucille Trofe, Christina Burgett, Helen Erickson, Gary Fredrickson, Randy Goglin, Rachel Seacrest, Julie Dubois, Jim Wade, Scott Morgan, Maury and Lee Nicholson, and the family of Geneva Phelps. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, listen to your children pray. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children pray. Send us love, send us power. Sometimes we feel unworthy to stand in the company of such great sufferers for the faith. Remind us that they, like us, were imperfect, yet empowered by your Spirit. Gladden our hearts with the power we have through you. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. Gather these and all the prayers of this community together into your loving arms through the mercy of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, listen to your children pray. Lord, send your Spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children pray. Let us continue with our offering. As people of faith, we are called to continue strengthening the ministry of the church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, your home congregation, the synod, or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and serve our neighbors. Standing on the promises of Christ my King, through eternal ages let his praises ring Glory in the highest I will shout and sing Standing on the promises of God Standing, standing Standing on the promises of God my Savior Standing, standing I'm standing on the promises 
promises I cannot fall Listening every moment to the Spirit's call Resting in my Savior as my all in all Standing on the promises of God Standing, standing Standing on the promises of God my Savior We bring our offerings before you, holy God. We ask that you bless them and use them for your glory. Even when we cannot see the ending of our efforts, we know that your spirit has the power to enter hearts and transform lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We would ask you now, as we prepare for communion, to get your hearts and your heads right with God. As we, the church, celebrate, we gather with all the saints from every time and place to hear again the story of God's power and the love shown to us through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. So if you would get your wine and your bread or grape juice uh, and be ready as we go through the words of institution. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. When we eat this bread and drink from this cup, we proclaim to the Lord's death until he comes. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So if you would take the bread, the body of Christ given for you, and then take the grape juice or wine, this is the blood of Christ shed for you. Gracious God of the mystery, of Christ's resurrection, you shine light into the darkness, provide water that brings new life, and give bread that nourishes your people and frees us from our fear. Help us to be witnesses of the resurrection and empower us to show your glory to all the world. Through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. You said you'd come and share all my sorrows. You said you'd be there for all my tomorrows. I came so close to sending you away. But just like you promised, you came there to stay. I just had 
to pray. And Jesus said, Come to the water, stand by my side. I know you are thirsty, you won't be denied. I felt every teardrop when in darkness you Your goodness so great, I can't understand. And dear Lord, I know that all this was planned. I know you're here now, and always will be. Your love loosed my chains, and in you I am free. But Jesus, why me? Jesus said, come to the water, stand by my side. I know you are thirsty, you won't be denied. I felt every teardrop when in darkness you cried, and I strove to I give you my heart and my soul. I know now without God I never be whole. Savior, you opened all the right doors, and I thank you and praise you from earth's humble shores. Take me. Now receive the benediction. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. Amen. While kneeling by her bedside in a cottage on the hill, my mother prayed her blessings on me there. She was talking there to Jesus while everything was still. And I heard my mother call my name in prayer. Yes, I heard my mother call my name in prayer. She was pouring out her heart to Jesus there. Then 
saved my soul from sin For he heard my mother call my name in prayer She was anxious for her boy To be just what he ought to be And she asked the Lord to take him in his care Just the words I can't remember But I know she prayed for me And I heard my mother call my name in prayer Yes, I heard my mother call my name in prayer She was pouring out her heart to Jesus there Then I gave my heart to him And he saved my soul from sin For he heard my mother call my name in prayer Then I gave my heart to Jesus And I'm living now for him And someday I'll go and meet him in the air For he heard my mother praying And he saved my soul from sin Yes, he heard my mother call my name in prayer. Yes, he heard my mother call my name in prayer. She was pouring out her heart to Jesus there. Then I gave my heart to him, and he saved my soul from sin. For he heard my mother Call my name in prayer. Thank you for listening to A Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amherst, Wisconsin. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. God